0: That's right, it's that time again. That's, it's the time for the Abibidor podcast. So, a couple things to do today, and I don't have a whole lot of time to spend on it, so I'm going to go through these pretty fast. We're going to do a, a postseason recap real quick. Uh, we just had a, a excellent Super Bowl uh, to watch uh, but f- before that, we had everybody won in the uh everybody that played, uh, in the wild card one, in the divisional round. I saw most of these games, but now I'm not remembering all the details. Um, but we had Chiefs and Browns, and the Browns won thirty-one-seven. I did not see that game, uh, so I don't know what happened. And it looks like, uh, as usual, the Chiefs probably did a pretty decent job on defense. Um, but just couldn't couldn't put together uh, a lot of points against that Browns defense, and I'm guessing I can check, Uh, yeah, probably some of the Browns points came from turnovers, four interceptions for Dylan Nixon, Uh, quarterback rating of 11.6, so that's probably all that needs to be said about that game, and then Panthers and Packers, these two teams have had a lot of close games in the past, this one was not one of those. Uh Carolina won forty to thirteen. Two pick sixes thrown by the Packers in this game. Uh six interceptions overall. Uh just way too reckless with the ball was Phil Corcoran, Corcoran. Uh no running game to speak of for the Packers either. And that Panthers team has an excellent defense. Offensively, uh the Panthers didn't have to do much really. Jimmy Griffith was efficient if unspectacular. Uh had Two touchdowns and 140 some yards. Uh, the story of the game really was the the Panthers' defense taking the ball away, and a uh, couple big plays where Packers defenders just didn't didn't do things correctly. Um, and multiple one handed interceptions by Panthers linebackers. Which is one of the more annoying parts of this game, I gotta say. Uh but they but they were in the right spots. They did play well, so uh Panthers won that game. And then in the conference championships, uh Panthers easily beat the Lions, of course. And in another game I did not see, oh man. I wish I would have. Uh Browns beat the Patriots seven to six. Uh, that sounds like an interesting game. Uh, looks like uh, Adrian Gonzalez threw three interceptions in that game, so the Browns uh, struggled a little bit. Uh, but they had a lot of rushing yards. Devonner won 160 some rushing yards, and that's uh, probably what put them over the top. So I'm guessing that is a a uh, touchdown for the Browns, two field goals for the Patriots. Uh, if anybody has any info on that game, I, I'd like to hear more about that. That We don't have those defensive struggles all that much uh, in the user game, so that sounds pretty interesting. And then the Super Bowl, uh, which really was a great game. And I'm not probably going to do it justice because I'm not remembering it real well. Um, but it was a close game all the way through. The Browns led uh, throughout regulation. Uh, it looks, looks like, yeah, we had a couple intercept, three interceptions by Adrian Gonzalez of the Browns, two by Jimmy Griffith of the Panthers, both of them, uh, through two touchdowns. Uh, each of them did rather. Um, but overall it was a pretty clean game. I think one of those interceptions, if I remember, I was at the end of the half when it didn't really matter. Uh, one of them might've been at the end of regulation when it didn't matter too much. Um. Both teams ran the ball okay. The Panthers uh, were without, uh, I forgot his name, uh, their stud running back that they uh, just acquired last year. Uh, He got hurt earlier in the playoffs, uh, but they still ran for uh, about 50 yards and threw to the running back effectively. Uh, The Browns struggled to throw it uh, by their standards, certainly. Actually, I'd say by almost any standard. Uh, the the Panthers mixed up coverages, made them hard to, uh, hard to discern. Uh, and the Browns are usually pretty careful uh, when that's the case. And they were in this game as well. So that's what kept the score down. Uh, but a couple of costly interceptions. And the big one was in overtime. Uh, in overtime, the Browns won the toss and got the ball. And early in that drive, uh, tried to throw, I think it was a corner route. And it was undercut by one of the Panthers players, probably a linebacker again. Their linebackers are basically safeties. And picked off, and that put the Panthers in field goal range right away. Pretty much. And I think they picked up maybe one first down, maybe they didn't. Uh, But they were in field goal range, went and kicked the field goal, Interesting uh, decision by the Browns. They did not ice the kicker. Uh, Didn't, they had, I think, three timeouts. Could have iced the kicker before the field goal, and they did not. Uh, And the Panthers made the field goal and won the Super Bowl. So congratulations to the Panthers. That is the first Panthers Super Bowl championship. Kind of. Uh, They do technically on Madden have one from very early in the franchise, Uh, but that one was kind of a technicality, kind of a, maybe a technological glitch. We don't know what happened, Uh, but this is the first one they earned, uh, and it was well earned. Uh, they played well to do it. So, uh, once again, congratulations to the Panthers, and this is probably the beginning of an epic collapse by the Browns. And now we have on the line Super Bowl champion head coach. Coach Munninger from the Panthers. Coach, how are you doing?
1: Well, I'm doing great. I'm still on a complete high from the win, and uh, we might take an extra little bit of time here to celebrate and just take a little vacation. So, it's been a great couple days.
0: Yeah, that sounds wonderful. How did you celebrate after the win?
1: You know, we... uh, Popped open some special bottles of some special stuff and uh, had a great time mm. and hung out with the team and hung out with the family and was quite a night for sure. Well,
0: congratulations. It was a, a very exciting game. Uh, what, what was going through your mind as that ball went through the uprights there in overtime?
1: It actually took a little bit of time for me to process the whole thing, that that was it. That was the end of the game, and we were going to end up on top. I mean, we hadn't led the whole game, so the fact that the final score put us ahead was pretty – and there was plenty on the way, but it was all worth it
0: yeah were you standing or sitting when you kicked
1: that ball, standing for sure <laughs> and i I kind of figured there would be a little bit more ice, but uh didn't happen that time not not upset by that,
0: yeah, that was a uh curious uh decision by the browns uh I'm wondering if they'll say something publicly about that um but yeah, definitely an exciting end to a very exciting game and a pretty good season. What was the key to your team's run through the playoffs this year? What made it
1: happen? Uh, it was definitely keyed off the defense, and especially after Tally went down in the Packers game, um, the defense definitely carried the load and uh, made a lot of key turnovers at a lot of key times and really just set the offense up for the amount of success that we needed so I thought it was a very solid game plan that was installed and I thought the D coordinator was able to disguise looks at at a fairly decent rate and really just not allow the offenses to get comfortable by you know running the same defense or running man-to-man or Just no repetition, no ability to predict by the opponents.
0: Yeah, I would say uh, your defense is definitely the strength of your team and, and probably the best defense in the league probably has been for a decade or so.
1: We definitely pride ourselves on being tough on that side of the ball.
0: Well, it shows. I gotta ask. How do you teach all of your linebackers how to make one-handed interceptions?
1: <laughs> you know, that is trick that we practice every. Day and they they were passive. One-handed. I'm back.
0: All right, we've got. Coach Munninger back on the podcast. Lost in there for a second. Don't know what happened. Uh I really only had one last question, so maybe I just should have forgotten about it altogether and uh, <laughs> moved on. But uh what's next for the Panthers? What what do you think of your chances of repeating
1: next year? So I I'm confident, you know, we're we're losing one one linebacker and and most of the rest of the team starters are coming back, so uh, we'll add through the draft and uh continue to get better and and work the offense a little more and hopefully we can repeat very nice who's
0: the uh biggest biggest obstacle in your way?
1: I mean the packers have always been our nemesis, so uh can't get can't win the super Bowl without getting to it so i I would say the packers are always first in line at for taking up our attention in the playoffs.
0: That's the correct answer. All right, coach. I'm going to let you go. Keep uh, keep celebrating. Keep popping the bottles open, and uh, <laughs> and we'll talk to you later. And uh, enjoy right. coaching in the Pro Bowl next year. That means it's time to check out new development trait news uh, for the players around the league and I gotta be honest I have not been very good about uh, putting that news out there so that I can go back and look over it Uh, and nobody else has really been either so yeah I'm probably gonna miss some here plus uh, people like to carry on conversations in the area uh, where we're supposed to be putting this information so I can go back and find it. So that makes it kind of hard to go back and find every single little instance of it. So, you know, great job, guys. Way to go. Um, so I'll go over what I do have here and see if I can find a few other things, too. Uh, Jerome Borel, running back for The Packers uh, became a superstar running back, Uh, then he got hurt, and he has not yet reached 80 overall, so no abilities there that are uh, interesting in any way. And uh, Zach Collins, receiver for the Packers, uh, also a superstar, Uh, he's a receiver, he's not at 80 overall either yet, uh, so no special abilities there, he's just going to develop quicker uh which is nice and then for uh just staying with the packers real quick uh they had a several hidden uh development trait rookies excuse me um at quarterback brandon proctor uh was a rookie quarterback for them uh not a highly rated rookie quarterback uh but he's a star and he's He's a 59 overall star quarterback. Uh, so maybe not much of a future there, uh, but that is kind of fun. And then uh, they had several linemen that were hidden development, and I believe they were all stars. Yes. Uh, Derek Holland, who they just moved to center, is a star. And then one of their guards is a star. And then a rookie defensive tackle, Emmett Gilkey was also a star he got moved to uh, he's a superstar excuse me Uh, he got moved to right end he's also not an 80 overall yet so uh no special traits or anything interesting there so that covers the packers uh what else do we have here uh miles rivers gains new ability Andrew Hageman gains new ability. Well, good for them, but their development trait didn't change, so I don't really care. Uh, You know, let's stay focused, guys. Uh, Big uh, special events only. Uh, But for the Panthers, Jason Talley, uh, their uh, second-year running back, rookie running back, Uh, the season's over, so they're all looking like second-year players on Madden. Uh, rookie running back Jason Talley, he revealed as an X-Factor. Uh, and this is a speedy guy, very elusive. He's got the first one free ability, so extra good jukes, basically, is what that means. Uh, but he got hurt, so that's too bad. Also, 24-year-old running back, so he's he'll be 25 start of the next season. That's already halfway through the life of a running back, basically. Yeah, but they'll uh, have him for the rest of his current contract, I'm sure. And I don't see any other development traits listed here, guys. Um, But there are probably some others. I also have not checked out all the uh, award winners this year. And I just now decided I'm not going to go through and list them all for everybody. You can see them yourself. Um, But I do know... Uh, Gonzalez for the Browns, won MVP. I better go check him out. I'll bet he has improved his development trait. He's now a superstar. So that's a 92 overall superstar quarterback for the Browns. He's a lofting dead eye. So throws those high arching passes as well. And an anchored extender, which means if DBs blitz, uh, they're probably not going to bring him down on the first hit. Uh, which is an interesting, kind of an interesting ability for people to have. Um, very kind of niche, 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 uh, very specific type of thing, but it is handy when it happens. Uh, and the Browns running back Devon Irwin, uh, revealed as a superstar, as a rookie. He also has the extra good jukes. Um, so both those running backs for both those teams, probably going to be a factor in the future. That's going to do it for the podcast today. Uh, maybe not as slick as an operation as normal, but quite frankly, I don't have as much time as I usually do. So uh, next episode probably won't be all that far in the future. It'll be the draft grades episode. That'll be exciting. Um, so if you want to hear me cover some of your development trait news, uh, put it in the Discord uh, if you you know forgot to over the course of this year. Uh, and also if anybody wants to uh call in or or something with an account of the a f c championship game uh to kind of tell us how that went then uh that would be good too until next time.